What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Jump Cut. I'm your co-host, Hashem, and with me I have... Leander. Hi. Yeah, and, you know, we, we get together sometimes, you know, every, every couple weeks, and, and we talk I... about things that we have... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just whenever. It's kind of the flexible sort of schedule. And then we just talk about movies. Yeah. And sometimes video games. Yeah, mostly video games, though. This week we talked about Jurassic <laughs> Park. We're going to talk about Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah. throwback to before we were born <laughs> vintage yeah. movie damn those were the years bro i wish i could go back to when i wasn't born seriously those people born back then experiencing dinos when they were little man jealous of them shame they didn't have running damn. water or like electric heating but <laughs> it's just like <laughs> yeah dinosaurs? Back in 1993 <laughs> way back when the stone age really yeah so before then, we gotta get something. We gotta clear the clear the air a little bit. So Leander is playing Control or finished Control. Yeah, it's deleted. It's off the PS5. It's gone. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Respect. You did you play the <laughs> Ultimate version? Yes. Yes, I did. So the PS5 like enhanced one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. And you didn't like it. <laughs> spoiler yeah so uh this is the part of the podcast where we just talk about video games, but specifically. Hashem recommended that I play Control, which is like this really popular sort of... Hashem calls it an indie game. It's not really an indie game. It's like middle of the way indie. It's like pretty big yeah. indie. And especially considering it got like re-released on PS5 and has a lot of clout. Like it's not really indie, but it's definitely not like Bethesda style or no. Ubisoft or something. Right? It's kind of smaller. I, I, will, I will say the reason why I, I consider it an indie, indie game is because it's published by 505. Mm-hmm. That's like my biggest, because I like when I think of the the games that they published, it's like, um, Indivisible, Alan Wake. What's that visual novel one? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. I forget like the, the really bad one. B- visual what novel. I think one? of. I don't. I don't know. God damn it! Five oh, five games. Wait, wait. I'm blanking right now. I'm I'm You're fully still... blanking. Like it's it's on the tip of my tongue. Until dawn. No. It's like, it's not until dawn. God damn it. It's like... <laughs> Pocket Ages? What is Horus? it called? What the fuck Gems is it called? Gems of War? Don't Starve? Listen, I'm trying, man. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Why? We can't continue I'm, the I'm podcast like, until you think of I'm, this. I'm, no, I genuinely, I'm like... Have you ever heard of, have you ever heard of the Mandela effect? See, it's this fun thing. Stop, where stop, you shut up, grew up, shut up, it, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this is not See, the Mandela effect. Some backstory. In first year... Hashem was kind of like the last person <laughs> to join our friend group as a part of university. So it's like we had an established mm-hmm. group of like six people or something like that. And Hashem joined us for lunch one day and his big intro to the group, like, you know, kind of testing the waters to see if he was a good fit in a way, I guess. Um, his audition to the group, he st- started talking about the Mandela effect and would not stop about how crazy it is that Berenstain Bears isn't Berenstain Bears and how Nelson Mandela was actually dead but not and it's just so now it's just this, like perpetual meme that we make fun of him for and I think it's funny and this is one of the times because honestly don't see a visual novel here might be making it up is visual novel the right term I don't know if I would call it a visual novel I, I well, like you can call it your like, made-up game whatever you want to call it. To be honest, I think it's fine. Yeah, honestly, honestly, that's fair. Fuck, it's okay, completely hypothetical. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I completely derailed us for like four minutes just because I couldn't remember. <laughs> Banner Saga trilogy bonus something. Anyway, so yeah, uh, control controls this game. Um, Hashim said it was really good, and I, you know, I listened to my friends' opinions, and I take into consideration when they recommend things so i went and installed control and played it and 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 did not enjoy myself not at all i think at all is a little brutal but uh i would say that it's like to me like a four out of ten or five out of ten wow because I, okay yeah okay it... <laughs> so here's okay here's here's the thing i, I said this in the group chat this morning but i want to I want to bring it up again. Uh, mm-hmm. I think when 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 people talk about video games, there's like a set priority list that they have for like all the components. Yeah, like whether people care about story, music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. I play an ass load of RPGs. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Specifically JRPGs, and those are notoriously bad in the gameplay department. It's okay. like unnecessary tutorials, fucking convoluted systems. And I'm not saying that I enjoy that shit, but it's just like, it's just kind of in the back burner for me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like so- it. I'm not saying that Control is like a fucking masterclass in video games. Mm-hmm. I just like the setting. That's that's very fair. And I think that's very, like that definitely is the most attractive part of the game. Like there is no other game that looks as neat in some of the yeah. stylistic ways, especially with the budget that it has. Like no other game seems to be taking those sort of chances. You know what I mean? Like I like all the kind of hallucination type looking enemies and how creepy they look and floating upside down and stuff. Like that's very cool. And there is no other mm-hmm. AAA game that would be like that. Probably closest is Death Stranding, but I still haven't played that. Right? Death and, Stranding, I wouldn't say, is the same. On, but like, it, it has, level. like, the same sort of risky difference compared to other AAA games. Like, Assassin's Creed will never look okay. like that. Nor, yeah, yeah, like, will the next Call of Duty or any... Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, a stylistic choice that mm-hmm. is kind of off-putting and polarizing. And I think that it's really cool okay. in Control. And I liked it. Like, I like that part a little bit a lot, right? The problem is... The game attached to it is not like not at least not for me. Like I didn't enjoy it because like co- third person cover shooters are a thing. Like they're an established thing like Gears of War, you know, Uncharted, like these games exist, right? And there are certain ways that you do things in those games and certain ways you don't. And one of them is like health pickups were probably the worst part of that game and i think that that bogged down what the game could have been so much i gotta be honest with you until until you brought it up i hadn't even thought about the health pickups it's just like this so if you guys haven't played this controls like this really psychedelic type experience where you're kind of just exploring this facility that's supposed to be like a supernatural government type thing and it's really Mm -hmm. cool um, you start getting pretty busted halfway through the game with like being able to fly and your melee is just like a giant explosion and you can control the enemy's minds and stuff and you, you start feeling like the supernatural force to be reckoned with but never too much and the game doesn't let you feel too strong because every enemy does so much damage even late game like and you can't avoid it and the yeah. only way to recharge your health okay first of all they have hit scan which just means that they'll never miss if the shot is meant to hit so it's not like you can dodge out of the way of some of the hits like with guns and bullets like some of the you know grenades or whatever you can dodge but like bullets sometimes they'll just you you. can you can you can dodge every attack that is like that an enemy Mm. aims at you you can dodge no i just think i just (laughs) think it's like the timing (laughs) for the dodging is sometimes a little ridiculous Okay, well, see, the problem is that they they made the dodge part of. Uh, okay, it's it's all the games. same. Energy I just want to say, yeah, I just okay. want to say, yeah, exactly. So you made the dodge the same energy pool as your ability to telekinetically throw shit at the enemies. So you can either choose to be aggressive or defensive, but not both. And if you try, you do half in either. So if you try to be aggressive, and then the enemy is like coming back and trying to hit you you better hope you saved enough to dodge or else you'll get hit. And that's the only thing you can do. And they implemented a shield, which is, again, part of the same energy bar. So you can't shield and dodge roll or whatever if you want to be aggressive. It's like, why? <laughs> like uh, that, that uh, Even so, the health pickup thing, right? It's like it requires you to be close to the enemies you kill so that you can recharge your health and be all zooted up for the next fight, right? But they don't give you enough health to stay alive for being close because enemies will take out like a third of your or like three quarters of your bar with one hit and then you'll pick up their health pickups and it'll give you back to like half right so it's like there's it's always, not worth it to be you close. always have what's the thing in kingdom hearts second chance you have <laughs> yeah. built in second chance but so no attack so can insta kill you no attack can insta kill you yeah but it's still frustrating because it's like it's very easy to get swamped by enemies in that game especially when like getting close to enemies is a necessary part to keep fighting because it's not like like maybe i'm bad at the game maybe the solution is just like get good but i don't know if other people (laughs) when they're playing it just don't get hit by bullets but if you do the only choice you have is to get near enemies (laughs) and it's like um okay this has been my experience with it. Mm-hmm. I I played it 
uh, when it first came out because I remember buying it on sale. It was like, remember, I, I brought it up on the podcast where I said I started reading like the SCP and I bought Control, which is like a very weird coincidence mm-hmm. because I had mm-hmm. no idea that it had anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, and I, it was the game was, was good, but it, it was really frustrating. And yeah. I, I replayed it again when the Ultimate version came out because you got it for free with PS Plus. Mm-hmm. And I had like a much easier experience with it. And I think the main reason or the main difference in my play style was that I was constantly moving this time. Like every mm-hmm. every every cover based shooter, every third person cover based shooter that I've played, you you kind of you you have to like stay in one spot and use your your gun to your mm-hmm. main advantage. There's not much mobility, right? Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I I I feel like mobility is is emphasized more in like first person shooters like Titanfall and like Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. Go on. Um this like this this run, I should say, it was just constant motion, right? Mm-hmm. So I I would be using the pistol or whatever and taking out enemies as I'm moving and then just running into the pickups and keep moving around. Like I was never you'd never see me standing still even when you're throwing, even when you're using the shield, it's just constant mm-hmm. motion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. It was that's We're that's fine. totally fair, and I feel like that's probably how it's meant to be played. It's just like there are times where there's nothing you can do but wait. Like every gun has like six bullets in it. No matter how you spec it out, you have like yeah, it's the never shared, enough it's the shared ammo. bullet pool. Yeah, it's yeah, you have one gun that has two forms or whatever that you can equip at a time, like a sniper and a pistol form or whatever. But if you use the sniper, you can't switch to the pistol because it's all one gun that's like morphing because, you know, sciencey shit. And it's like that's cool, and I like the concept of that, but that means that if I run out of bullets, the only attack I have is to throw shit. And if I throw shit, that means I can't block or dodge or be like quick to maneuver. I mean, yeah, I can push on an analog stick and have my character run but they definitely won't dodge the same way that i would if i had a shield or if i could you know dash i don't know it's just Dude, like i'm not even like I, i'm not even excusing it like I, i'll be the mm-hmm. first to admit that the the combat is the weakest part of the game mm-hmm. for sure 100 percent. but it's just like i don't know it's just so sick <laughs> yeah it does look sick and i think that that's very fair and like Honestly, I have a similar sort of relationship, I think, with um, Bioshock Infinite, which is like, okay. it's not a great first-person shooter. There's a lot of weird stuff in it. Like, I do like all the whole vigors and all that shit. Like, it's cool, right? And the world is cool. It's all, you know, in the sky and, you know, there's cults and whatever, witchcraft, right? Yeah. That stuff's cool, and I like the world a lot. But if somebody were to say that there's a bunch of broken gunplay mechanics in that game like that make it a bad first person shooter i wouldn't disagree like it's the same thing where health you have to pick it up or you know like it's and it's frustrating with like mana if you don't have it you can't use any of your abilities and it's like they don't necessarily give you mana before every fight so it's like i don't know i don't think that you're alone in like especially people like this game and i think i might be a weird one because it's like maybe i didn't like the world enough to get past the frustrating bits in the gameplay like that always bothered me because i just kept thinking like this game feels like i run for four years until i get to a barrier in which i kill six people and then run again to another barrier and then kill people and it was nothing more evident than at the ending where you have to do that literally like 10 times in a row and then yeah, you and if hold you, square if you die if you die, the enemies don't respond. So this is actually one of my main criticisms, right? Mm-hmm. I like Neo, and I mm-hmm. like Bloodborne, and I like like Soulsborne games, basically. Mm-hmm. I like when the game punishes you for, for not being careful, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the thing about those games is that if you die, you have to redo the all of the encounters. It feels more like a punishment, but for this one... You die, you go back to the previous like control point, mm-hmm. and then you just run until the next encounter. So they don't respawn. They're just mm-hmm. wasting your time. And there's like, oh, there's so know. much other weird shit where there's like, there's this crafting system that all has like fun little names for all the materials, like intrusive thoughts and, you know, uh, 
para. Let's be honest. Psychotic. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's be whatever. real. Let's be real. No, come on. No, no. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta do this fairly. Do you honestly think that the crafting system in Kingdom Hearts is is understandable? Because I don't fucking know any of that shit. Okay, like it's not. There's a bunch of different like there's Twilight, Lucid, Fire, Blizzard, all that shit, right? But at least I there's like some sort of thing where it's like if I thought I needed to get a Blizzard fragment or whatever the fuck they're called, I would go to the Ice World, right? But all okay, the enemies I in get, this I game are red. I get what you mean. Who do I kill to get an intrusive thought? What does that mean? <laughs> How do I get home memories? Like, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. So it felt like yeah, okay. I wanted to craft, like, a new weapon because I was like, maybe these weapons are bad. Maybe that's why it's frustrating. But I can't because I don't know where to get the goods for it. <laughs> like, there's no way to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's perfectly fair. I think we fought about this game for too long. But I do think it's good. No, no, and if you like think, it, you should tweet at like Hashem a... all the reasons you like it. And yeah, he'll send please. them to I, me. I love, Don't worry. Yeah, I love. I love hearing people agree with me. <laughs> um, the other thing that I've been playing is the Miles Morales game. Finally, ooh, Spider Man! I gotta say, it's very underwhelming. Why? Like so far. Oh, I, I I don't know if like the the writing is worse, or I didn't notice it back when I played <laughs> Spider Man. It's always been but pretty like, goofy. I know, but like, uh, like in the original Spider-Man, at least from what I remember, it was more believable, right? You know, uh, when Peter's talking to even, even no, no, even Peter's in this in this uh, game for like ten minutes, mm-hmm. and he's saying shit that I'm like, what the fuck, what, what, who talks <laughs> like this? But anyway. dude, I even felt the same way when we played the first one because it's like you start up the game and then he's like you know making quips with the police commissioner and she's like oh no not the web no, no, puns no, no. again like that whole I'm, i don't know i'm i'm okay with that i'm perfectly okay with that but it's just mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm trying to think of it okay the the example is uh this is kind of a spoiler for the first i guess two hours of the mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. when when uh, roxon attacks the rally yeah and miles is like Oh, I should have done something about it. And Genki's like consoling him. He's like, "It's not your fault and shit." I'm like, "Why are you taking responsibility for it? You had no idea they were gonna be here. You literally <laughs> had no idea they were gonna be here." Or when he Dude, finds out journey. who the tinkerer he needs, is, he needs to. I I, I know. I get it. And this, this is why I'm saying I don't know if I just didn't notice it in the original Spider-Man. I don't because, but I genuinely don't remember any of those scenes happening with Peter specifically. I think they happened a little bit with MJ, but like Pete was a relatively believable person, you know? That's fair. And I think this comes to pretty much the same point you made earlier about how like you care about like story and characters and whatever yeah. a lot more because I liked Miles Morales specifically because the gameplay was more fun than the first Spider-Man. Like it is much th- more fun. All the all the shit they added makes you feel like a god. And like Spider-Man's yeah. always had that problem. I say always when there's two games, but like, um, they they really don't they they give you so much strength that they have nothing to do to make encounters harder other than just adding more enemies. So it's like Spider only fighting an entire fucking coliseum of goons, and they all have like mallets and shields and whatever, and that's and the only way. Adding only. Yeah, that's literally it. They're like all wearing fucking hockey pads. Like it's, I don't know. <laughs> Like, but regardless, I still think it looks so nice and feels so nice when you pull off like a cool combo, especially with all the electricity yeah. and shit. Yeah. The, the anyway. gameplay is much better. I'm gonna say. I that. hope you enjoy it. I actually just bought Returnal, so I'm gonna play that after this. I want to see what. Dude, don't don't put your <laughs> PS5 into rest mode or some shit. <laughs> Does that do anything? Yeah, apparently it like breaks the game or the console. Oof. I don't know. Ooh. I was reading about it. It's like there was an update that came out, and mm-hmm. and like their whole, like they had to uninstall and reinstall the game, and they lost their save data. So it was great. Oof. Okay. Well, I'll try and keep that in mind. That's pretty dumb. <laughs> but yeah. All right. So should we talk about dinosaurs now? I think we should talk about dinosaurs now. <laughs> Twenty minutes in. I but, guess. Hey, listen. Hey. Note to our editor, if you could put in a little timestamp for people who hate video games and hate us and hate everything we enjoy, so they just yeah. want to hear about dinosaurs, yeah. Let's be honest, man. People here don't tune in for the movies. We're, this isn't hard-hitting, journal, hard-hitting journalism. Are you it's kidding? It's just two bros being guys, you know what I'm saying? 
I did. I did exactly a hundred and what is it? How many minutes of research? How many? One hundred and twenty minutes. Twenty eight uh, <laughs> minutes, I think. 128 minutes of research for this episode so i would appreciate 127 minutes of research for this episode so i would appreciate you not minimize my efforts i'm sorry you're right (laughs) all right so uh jurassic park um spoiler free review fucking loved it holds up it's pretty good it's pretty Pretty good. good uh if you haven't seen it um it's probably fine because i think you everybody i hadn't seen it before and i can predict the plot of Jurassic Park. Yeah. It's not about knowing the plot. It does not matter. You need to see it if you want to see the dinosaurs. That's it. I think the it's been around for so long that other movies it's the blueprint, if that makes sense. For like monster style movie type things? Yeah. Yeah. Like when to show the you know, building danger, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah, but also like like the whole plot structure, you know, the park fails. You have to go on a mission. One person goes to see what's wrong with the park. They die. And then another <laughs> person goes to see and sees the corpse, you know? Pathetic fallacy. Like all these it tropes. starts raining and thundering and all that <laughs> shit. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I do appreciate it for that. Okay, so let's get into spoilers, too, because I feel like we're, we're late to start this one. So, um, this This was my first time seeing Jurassic Park. I'd only ever seen Jurassic World before this. And compared to that movie, um, this movie kind of feels like it knows what it is a lot more. <laughs> and I really appreciate that. I, this movie is great compared to the new ones. It's like literally night and day. And and uh, every every single series that's been like rebooted or relaunched from like the 80s and 90s has felt the exact same. That's very true. You know what like, I mean? I don't think they know now like okay it's great that they cast chris pratt right and like jeff goldblum is in this right he's great i mean he he acts well i hate his character but he acts well um and like these are major people right but at least when they were making this chaos math (laughs) so stupid (laughs) but at least when they were making this movie they knew that even with a stellar cast the focus shouldn't be on them like the focus is on the dinosaurs and the theatrics of it and the horror of it and the like brutal reality of if dinosaurs were attacking humans like that sort yeah. of violence that's what it's about <laughs> it's not it's not just to see chris pratt run around in a vest which it feels like the new ones are trying to do <laughs> this is here's the here's the thing um the new ones the humans are the main characters in this one the dinosaurs are the main characters Seriously, and know, they build so much like cool kind of atmosphere around it because you just like your first exposure to the park is this iconic moment that everybody's seen where it like takes off the glasses or whatever and sees the brontosauruses. And like it's just so like different because it's like in 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 Jurassic World, right? And I'm going to make a lot of comparisons cuz that's my only basis for this one. But like in Jurassic World, y- y- the dinosaurs are just there. They're not made to be this, like, iconic moment. And I think it's because, like, this may have been a significant time where, like, the dinosaurs are the first time on screen in cinema history in, like, a major, major way. Maybe that's it. The first time people seeing dinosaurs on film like that. But it, it just, like, felt iconic and felt like it was giving it the, like, respect it deserved. Like, hey, look at this dinosaur. We're going to have a 40-second scene of you just staring at this dinosaur's feet. Enjoy it. <laughs> like, no, I don't know. Is, um like this movie was fucking phenomenal for the time in terms of like special effects yes and like so it still holds the up. actual research yeah and it not not but I'm, I'm not talking about specifically from a filmmaking standpoint like there were studies and like actual science that was done based off of the shit that they did in this movie so like I they think... didn't know if if i, I mm-hmm. don't remember the the details i think it was like if if dinosaurs move in herds or if they're actually like more covered in feathers and shit like that. Maybe. Yeah, I remember sure also hearing though that they're part of the not problem, but like velociraptors are seen as this like deadly force from these movies, but they're actually not. Like they were actually much more bird like and had feathers and wings and stuff like that. But Yeah. 
yeah, that sort of thing doesn't come across in these movies because they needed to make them this like hunter predator type, you know, enemy, which I think it's fine. And honestly, I don't really care if the dinosaurs are like, I'm not a stickler for that sort of thing. I don't mind if the dinosaurs are inaccurate, but I do think that the focus on the dinosaurs is what I want to emphasize. That was so refreshing. It felt like Jaws. It really did. It felt like you give the creature the spotlight. I mean, Spielberg, baby. Did he do both? I don't, I, I don't know who made Jaws. So. I feel like I should know that, but I don't. <laughs> Oops. Maybe not. Maybe I'm lying. Am I lying? I don't think I'm lying. <laughs> Let's just who quickly Jaws? look up Jaws director. So that we, Steven Spielberg. You're right. Yeah. Spielberg. Yeah. It's like yeah. He, he was... It's him and uh, George A. Lucas that are known for uh, good special effects at the time. Mm-hmm. like groundbreaking shit yeah and like that's not to say that there aren't parts that look bad in this movie like it is kind of old at this point and special effects have come a long way so it's like there are some scenes where the dinosaurs don't look good and i i feel like that's still fine it's like par for the course for an old movie you can't really hold yeah. it to modern special effects but the way they shot the t-rex scenes and and the velociraptor scenes near the end like I don't know, maybe it's the lighting, maybe it's like how they framed it or how little motion they had in the frame, but it's just like, looked fine. Look comparable to movies now. It always looked fine. It always yeah. looked fine. I, I And I, I feel like that's definitely to be respected. And like, I, I honestly wasn't sure if I would really like the movie because I feel like I'm not usually one of the people who like piggybacks on these opinions that these old movies are like amazing. Like I watched Indiana Jones. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm hiccuping. I watched Indiana Jones and I was like kind of disappointed with how <laughs> really mediocre that movie was. And You don't like Indiana Jones? No. No, no, no. Dude, come <laughs> on. Come on. No, no, no. I never grew up with them and I feel like that removes the bias a lot of people may have, but like it's not. Yeah, neither excellent. did I. Really? And you like them? Yeah, I. I mean, I like some of them. I like Raiders of the Lock- Lost Ark and Temple of Doom. I don't like the rest. Raiders of the Lost Ark was the one I watched. That's the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nah. Eh. Eh. Like, it's cool. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't want to dog on another movie right now because I feel like this is just like, I, I this is just the episode where I talk about all the things I don't like. <laughs> but I do like this movie and I don't want it to get like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I don't want to be put on blast for saying I hate everything that people enjoy. <laughs> Leander is a contrarian by nature. So yeah. when you tell him that you like something, his first response is to say no. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Appreciate exactly. it though. I have actually and nobody's caught on yet, but I've actually just been giving every movie the score of the tomato <laughs> rotten tomatoes the opinion, the inverse of it. So like they the gave inverse. it a thirty, I gave it a seventy. If they gave it a four, <laughs> I gave it a six. Like it just I always just flip it. And no one's That's caught so on funny. yet. Gotta be the opposite. Hey, but you just you just self-reported, dude. Now we all know. <laughs> self-reported. <laughs> so this movie was the highest rated movie of all time, or the highest grossing film of all time until Titanic. I think it's deserved. Because I like Yeah. Some of these some of these like you couldn't pull off these crazy sort of fast and furious type movies back in the past. Like Movies didn't have that sort of budget nor like technical know-how to pull off some of those things. But the like something like this where it just felt like exploring a small world done extremely well. This and Jaws, right? Like same sort of vibe of having a creature be the center focus and if you can make that creature feel real and feel scary, it just nails it out of the park. It's the re- same thing with Alien actually. And I think that that's makes sense for it to have this like renowned clout even if people are going to be all snotty and say oh, it's just dinosaurs like i don't know seeing Dude, it on film is pretty cool i'm so glad we live in like the modern era of like uh, blockbusters <laughs> oh okay i thought you meant like, just, like I, modern I, I, era in general and i was like no 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 no, no. fuck that i'm glad i'm not modern dying from tb anyway. oh <laughs> um yeah like you know we 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 saw Star Wars become the thing that it is. Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, 
and like all these things have existed yeah for like 30 40 years but i don't think they were this huge when they first came out some of them i don't know i feel like i feel like there was we kind of missed the star wars generation like there's a few people who are really into it and that's fine but like we didn't grow up with them there are people who like grew up when they were like eight years old going to see uh, a new hope for the first time and like change their outlook on what film could be because it was like crazy like teleporting to a new world and like my equivalent of that was spy kids but like <laughs> that didn't get, that didn't get the cultural clout it deserves so <laughs> i don't know. spy kids is the best movie of all time fuck everybody <laughs> i do agree that we no, do but I have mean, like... some sort of like middle ground where we have films to look back on which are classics and not just like black and white sort of shit and we have films mm-hmm. that we can reference that are past that we have this like shared experience of. And I think that that's cool too, but I don't well, know Twitter if it has really taught me one in. thing is that my childhood was definitely not unique. So. <laughs> that's very fair. <laughs> but I meant like in, in the sense that I, I feel like movies were a much more niche medium until like the seventies, you know, maybe I, I don't, I don't really know anything about film history. I'm I'm just saying, like, because everybody always covets Star Wars as, like, the first big blockbuster, right? And now mm-hmm. it's, like, every fucking movie that comes out is a blockbuster, which is good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. I, I think it's, it's yeah, it really is just the popularity of movies catching on as, like, a medium. It's kind of It's kind of crazy when you think about it, especially, like, I don't know if they're going to be like this forever. You know what I mean? Like, the world's moving much more to, like, on-demand type shit and, like, individuals making content and stuff. And, like, oh, I wonder I, I wonder yeah, how yeah. movies are going to be budgeted out in the future. Like, I still think that they're this massive cultural event. And until I die, they probably still will be, right? But, like, there is so much more content just in the world now than there has ever been. Like, yeah. <laughs> billion 40 minute cw dramas a billion different youtube videos being published every second it's like i i feel like movies aren't the final version of the medium like maybe they'll get shortened maybe in the future movies will be like 30 minutes 40 minutes i don't know maybe they won't get Bro, the budget I, because it's I rather like a easier tight 120 to have. yeah like i, I like know. a tight 120 at maximum any movie that's longer than two hours <laughs> i literally cannot stomach anymore <laughs> dude speaking of not stomaching movies we put ourselves got i guess through hell i'm not gonna call it hell That's oh my too god much. dude but last last <laughs> week or last episode we said we'd watch two transformers movies and by god have we done it we did it we managed and uh who knew Listen. that two transformers movies would be like fucking six hours of dude. robots in disguise dude but we did it. Dude, it's so bad. It's like, I remember <laughs> these movies. Maybe I was just fucking stupid. You we know, were all maybe just I was kids. Just... We just looked at the robots and thought that was fine and didn't notice any of the dumb, problematic, weird shit happening in the background. Yeah, these movies are absurdly racist. Anyway, we should talk about this after we talk about Jurassic Park. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. You want to do so what a was spoiler your part of the movie? Yeah, this was, this was spoilers. We're in spo- Have we gotten into spoilers? Oh, okay. okay. Not, not directly, but like, yeah, you can say plot if you want. I have, I have two main, uh, like, there's two scenes that I really like. The mm-hmm. first is, uh, you know, when Laura Dern's character goes to like fix the breakers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. really like that whole scene for two reasons. One is because like you see how her actions are gonna affect the professor and the kids in the park yes or whatever yeah like i really parallel, like when it's like one character storytelling yeah. very cool i don't fucking know what it's called fucking <laughs> parallel parking bro um <laughs> but also because she sees samuel jackson's like arm on her afterwards mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's one of like the best scenes in the movie because it's just scary and sudden <laughs> yeah like you don't see it coming mm-hmm. uh the other I- scene was in the kitchen with the velociraptors yes and like the kids trying to like outmaneuver the mm-hmm. yeah i thought that was very cool too because like, i think that scene 
felt like it could have gone really goofy and weird especially like i thought it was going in a different direction when the velociraptor opened the door i was like what what is that? <laughs> what? how can it do that like is this just gonna be like some weird chase scene and throwing pots and pans at dinosaurs like a cartoon but no they no, like, they were just hiding yeah literally just hiding and building tension and then full-ass sprint and like outmaneuver the dinosaur i thought that was very good like and mm-hmm. i don't know it, it didn't like treat them like not a threat just because children were the one in danger yeah and i don't think the movie ever did i think even the t-rex scene which is my favorite the like the reigning t-rex scene um it's just like like insanely terrifying especially for a movie that was kind of not targeted towards kids but was obviously going to be seen by a lot of kids it's like pg it it is that's crazy i don't know but i like i feel like (laughs) it 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 seems like a pg movie like no one swears you Mm -hmm. know what i mean it doesn't feel like a mature movie and there's like four deaths in the movie Mm -hmm. yeah i think all in all i'm just like i was just very very impressed with the level of like i guess Again, I just I don't know if respect is the right word, but like they treated the like the 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 dinosaurs on screen like they had they weren't just some made up creature for storytelling reasons. You know what I mean? It wasn't just yeah. fantasy. It wasn't just like uh, uh, goofy and weird like Transformers. But I don't want to talk about that yet. <laughs> yeah, Transformers is bad. Like you don't need the Transformers on screen making dick jokes. You didn't have the Triceratops like getting its horns stuck in a tree or something like that. It was like these yeah. are lethal I, I, killing I, machines. I love it. You know what? I, I I actually really like that all the animals are treated with. How do I say this? They're like revered because they're mm-hmm. literally extinct. Like the people in this movie have done the impossible. Like they've brought back an extinct creature from like 250 million years ago. Right, and you have some like realistic sort of discussion that can be had there, even like moral gray area of like whether that's the right thing to do. Things like this happen so, in science, where you're just like, you can do it, but should you? And I think that discussion yeah. of like where if what a life bar by the away, way, what are yeah, <laughs> I don't know what a fucking bar by Jeff Goldblum's character where he says, "Your scientists were so preoccupied if they could, they never asked if they should." Fucking bars. I live by that, bro. <laughs> But yeah, it's like not even just like, you know, being hesitant about new technology, but it literally is just like gray area with like some of these things like artificial intelligences and you give it like all your fucking data and you get, you know, kids addicted to telephones or smartphones and whatever. Like all these things still sort of have the same gray area with like individually studying biology is not bad. Making a dinosaur DNA is not bad. Putting it in the egg is where you start getting concerned, right? It's like you could clearly see what what's the guy's name the guy who ran the park how he like evolved and got hammond? kind of um what's his name sorry hammond is it not yes hammond? hammond hammond right so it's like he started off the movie on one side where he was like nah dude this is fine we always push the envelope that's what science is about and then like he's eating cake depressed as fuck later on in the movie yeah ice cream <laughs> like, yeah yeah realizing that it's like duh no this was bad dangerous foolish like i don't know so wait what was your favorite scene i don't think you said oh i, I did mention it briefly but it was the uh, the dinosaur the t-rex scene that when it was like completely rainy and it was like the first time the cars got stopped outside the t-rex cage oh, okay like, okay 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 that was very good and then shortly after yeah. it's probably like when the kids are with uh grant I think is his name. I'm looking at the IMDb. I, think, I know his name is Alan. I don't know what his last name is. Yeah. So um, when they're with him in the tree and like feeding the Brontosaurus and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was yeah, very cool. Yeah, dude, too. that's a good one. Yeah. And I, I guess like a goofy one is I fucking thought it was crazy that the kid got electrocuted. I think that that's lived. <laughs> <laughs> he. I did not. Okay. Like those scenes like you were saying, parallel action, it was happening at the same time. And I was like, no way. Of course they're going to miss it by like, a, he's going to let go. And then when he lets go, it's going to shock and it's going to be cool. And like, oh, that could have been close. But no, he got fucking hit by lightning. He, <laughs> he got, got yeeted off the side of the. <laughs> Crazy. I can't believe they actually did that. This is a good movie. It is a good movie. I really did enjoy it. There's always been. 
You know, I like to talk about like philosophies and like movies and shit. Oh my god! Like, this is the part where he I, takes out his cigar and wears a nice no 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 crisp shut the fuck up listen listen bathrobe listen. shut up and doesn't up, stop up, talking listen. about how the symbology of it all fucking all right you know what listen <laughs> I was gonna say like like we talk about like death of the author and shit like that that's true so I I don't know if this movie is going for a like science has gone too far or a like. Maybe we shouldn't commoditize everything. I'm always split on those two. And I don't know if they're even the ones that they were trying to tell. Like the the point that they were trying to get across. You know what I mean? I think it's, yeah, it's the same thing where it's like you can't know what the people behind the movie or the writers behind the movie like really intended with it. But I think both of those are valid things to yield from the movie. Like, you know, yeah, clearly commoditizing this sort of thing. Like if you're constantly looking to make money, like that lawyer was, right? You're never going to see the fault in the like humanity of what you're doing. If it's making you money the and morality, that's the only yeah. barometer for success, you're just going to like, you know, you could be doing dangerous shit. And I think that's very, that's why he died. This is why I like, this is why I, I always feel conflicted about this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know I joked around and said that, the, you know, if they could or if they should thing before, but like, the inherent act of bringing the dinosaurs back in the egg, I yeah. don't think is bad because right. if they're in a controlled environment and they're being brought back like onto this island, then this just, it gives us an opportunity to study these creatures that we'll never get a chance to ever again. Yeah. I think what, what, what puts me off a little bit is that motherfucking Hammond was like, let's make it a theme park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Without knowing like the safety of it all yet. Like, yeah. But it's also it's also very interesting because if you think about it, like they in theory have done that already. Like it wasn't like we saw the first dinosaur getting made. Like the T Rex had been there, the Brontosaurus and Triceratops they had been there and being had been studied. So it's like, I guess we can say it's foolish now watching the events of Jurassic Park that like yeah it was dangerous, right? But is there not a point where the public can be able to enjoy like those scientific endeavors of making dinosaurs? And, like, is that a bad thing in concept? Not really. It's bad because they're dinosaurs and deadly. But, like, fucking, if the Toronto Zoo did it with the dodo bird, and there's, like, a dodo bird on display there, I wouldn't really be like, oh, shut it down, because I'd want to go see that bird. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm The other thing, I actually think you're very right, by the way. Like, it's a very good point that, like, the... Like, when does the public... When's the public allowed to enjoy these things? I think that's a perfectly fair point. Right, and um, it's like I'm fine with them charging for it too. Like you did the work. Yeah, I didn't make dinosaurs. Like I, so it's 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 a little bit of like I don't just hate the concept of money. It's just you know when you're dangering. I mean, I endangering hate the concept of money, but that's that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I the other the other point that I was thinking about, and I I don't know if I got it across right, is um, like the shit that happens with Sea World. You know. Mm-hmm. Like these are the like, you know, killer whales and orcas and like sharks and stuff are creatures that need vast pools of water, right? Right. Yeah. But we're placing them in these like cages to essentially keep them for for our enjoyment, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah, don't know. And- I don't know if it's like my issue with it is that uh, what's his name Hammond was trying was was making the the dinosaurs with the intent of opening a theme park. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. That's true. Like he he never found out if it's like like what if the animals get fucking depressed and start killing themselves or some shit or like starving to death. <laughs> because that's a yeah, thing. That's that, like that's a true. thing that like happens. great whites in captivity can't live over yeah. like 9 days or something like that. Yeah. 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 That's that's very fair. And like that is a question that can come up of like I I don't know if it is. It's not really a moral question because I feel like the answer is that life has value or whatever. Like, but you're not taking a you're not taking an orca from the water and then putting it in a zoo and that's like trapping it. You're like lowering its quality of life, right? You are literally making the life for the purpose of being on display. And is that morally wrong? I would say yes, because what I said earlier, life has value. So it's like, you know, it is kind of torturing this person. You brought it into the world yeah. just to torture. But like also humans are kind of like just 
these like if there's a question that we don't know the answer to humans will try to figure out the answer to it and some things you can't know unless you had this creature alive to study i don't know exploiting it for yeah, money and I'm kids saying... theme park money is like i don't know whack but still it is very interesting dude that's what i'm saying that's why my like i think it's perfectly fair to bring it back for like study and shit i mean i know we're talking about hypotheticals here but uh, you know yeah i don't think we're gonna be fucking gene splicing dinosaurs anytime soon right and like i can't really talk about the reality of dinosaur breeding so i can only talk <laughs> in hypotheticals yeah I also don't quite understand how the dinosaurs were able to reproduce, if I'm being honest. Oh, just life found a way. Just They said some <laughs> frogs could switch sexes, like they're uh, whatever. I don't remember what they said, but yeah, so it's, dinosaurs it's, it's, just yeah. did that too. So we're good. No worries on that one. Just makes sense, which I find so dumb. Also, uh, one thing that Leander said while we were watching the movie was uh, there's a banner that says, Welcome to Jurassic Park. And the fucking banner had a payoff. <laughs> yeah. I Okay. So when you first get into the theme park, right? Like you walk through these d- double doors, massive Jurassic Park sign. You see like giant dinosaurs and shit. And then the first building you go in, there's a massive T-Rex skeleton. And it's like super, super cool, right? And then there's a shitty $3 sign hung up with string that says, <laughs> Welcome to Jurassic Park. And I got so mad because I was like... Why would you design that? Why would you think that that is the appropriate... You just had, like, text on walls and these mounted letters and the neon lights and shit. And it's like, why is it just a stringy shit sign the way you want to intro the building? But after the T-Rex fucking kills the Velociraptors, the the sign drifts down into frame. And I, I could... I was, like, clapping. It was, like, a standing ovation. I was so happy. Leander did the thing. You know how at the end of a movie people will, like, clap in the theaters? Leander did that. Except I was like a home alone, so just me <laughs> in an empty house. Fucking clapping midnight. At the yeah. <laughs> One thing that we haven't really talked about is the music. By fucking golly, does this movie have great music? John Williams, <laughs> the fucking goat, man. I did enjoy it, and I, I I'm going to. I, I feel like I've been negative this whole episode, but I'm very on the fence about some of the music. I always think it sounds really bombastic for no reason. And I think a lot of movies have this problem, but it was okay in this movie. I absolutely disagree with you. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) It's not, it's just not my genre. Like I don't like all these big orchestral swinging songs and stuff. Like I thought there were some scenes that added a lot of value to like first time seeing the park, right? Iconic. You have the soundtrack swelling up. It's like very good, but there were some where it's just like people running away and John Williams is fucking blaring on his guitar and I, this, I is a, this is a meme like online and i think specifically about star wars star wars star wars has like it bad i really the yeah. star wars soundtrack doesn't gel with me i'm not the i'm not the good i fucking love it dude i think it's the <laughs> best part arguably arguably the best part of all these movies is the music Oh my god, dude. When the movie starts, when Star Wars starts, and the, the, the trumpets just yell at you with two words of text on screen, it's like, why? Why? Like, Jurassic Park has this you, big... that's why. <laughs> I guess. I, like, I'm, uh, again, this is another one of those hot takes moments where it's like, I'm the contrarian, but it's just like, sometimes, you know, just chill. I'm into lo-fi, I'm into quiet, sort of relaxing music, and, you know, with a good scene with loud music makes it makes it all the better but like when you just have fucking text on screen and you're yelling at me to read the text with music like chill so okay wait actually very quickly you said that you see this a lot in movies and i don't necessarily know if orchestras are used as much in movies now oh no they are they're all over the place not like not like uh hans zimmer i'm not saying like giant orchestras but i'm saying like marvel movie soundtracks and stuff where it'll be like this. Okay, okay, okay. I I don't actually know what the instruments are for those, but just this like swelling superhero vibe thing that can be just played behind ninety percent of the scenes for no reason. You won't so, usually have quiet in those a movies. Thing, You'll have this like I don't know. Okay, okay. There's a thing. I I, I get what you mean. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called uh, sample music that a lot of of uh, of movie makers use now. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and it's it's like heavily decried by all like the biggest composers uh so you know like john williams isn't a big fan mm-hmm. danny elfman doesn't like it hans zimmer isn't like too fond of it even though he's he's basically the <laughs> the reason why it exists basically what it is is the movie will be made okay mm-hmm. and they'll place sample music from other movies that they think would fit in with the scene and then they would change it around just a little bit so that it like fits better that's what right. sample like I, I think it's called like sheet music or sample music or whatever sample music sounds right right and then it, it like makes a lot of movies sound very similar because the, yeah even the composers for these movies get told to make the new soundtrack sound like the lifted soundtrack the sampled soundtrack yeah so, yeah, so and it's like, like it's very difficult. It's very difficult to remove a sound from something after you've seen it. Right. Like if you tell me if I'm watching Jurassic Park now and you tell me to re, like imagine the soundtrack, I'm just gonna rewrite the same fucking music. Right. It's gonna be very very similar. It's gonna be hard to kind of yeah. join it from that original vision. And the problem is is like isn't sample music attributed by people who don't fully understand music's place in film anyway? Like, so it's it's just people who, hey, this sort of same scene is happening in Inception. What soundtrack did they play? All right, put that here. And it's like not necessarily knowing the inspirations. But it's not like it's not. I'm not even using it as a dig against like bad movies. Like Mad Max uses this. Like Mad Max Fury, Fury Road did the same thing as like they took a scene from another movie. Is the sample music taken by composers? Like, are they the ones who find the other movie and take the sound? No. It usually it's it's the the composer's aid that will find it, because mm-hmm. the role of the composer, classically, from my understanding, mm-hmm. is that they work together with the director and with the mm-hmm. screenwriter to craft the music for the scene independently. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So everything yeah. comes everything is done in parallel, but a lot of the times now because of sample music, you'll have things done in a specific order. So you'll have the filming done first, then you'll have the the movie cut together, then you'll have the music put together. And I don't think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because it creates it, it makes all movies sound the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. And but I mean luckily even though it came up and we talked about it, this movie doesn't really have that problem, I guess. No, absolutely doesn't. It absolutely it's, it's doesn't. Very unique and very, I don't know. I don't want my my own opinion is that it's it's good for what it is, but it's like it's not my thing. <laughs> I think it's fair. Don't That's get me wrong. I'm not going to be fucking jamming out to John Williams. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely added to the scenes that it was important for, though. Like I'm yeah, never gonna 100%. be able to picture those doors opening to Jurassic Park or the first time they see a dinosaur without that like you know I don't know instruments saxophone in the background da, 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 exactly that guy yeah the kazoo that one the kazoo <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah and I think that's it for Jurassic Park eh yeah good movie good movie <laughs> I wanted a classic you did and you got a classic so um. We're going to rate this out of mosquito ambers, amber, amber rocks, mosquito, amber rocks, mosquitoes, mosquito DNAs. Life finds a way. What is that? Eggs. What is that foam that the guy put the embryos in? <laughs> like shaving cream? Was or it just whipped cream? I thought it was because he ate it. He ate it. Did he? I thought he just put it on. Yeah. I think he put it into his hand and then placed it on a piece of pie, but didn't eat it because it was shaving. Oh, so foam. someone ate shaving cream, basically. I don't think anybody ate it. I think you're making up the fact that somebody ate it. I don't think anybody ate it. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Good movie. So what do you want? To, you you first. Give it. Give it your rating. I'm gonna give it a ten out of twelve. Amber. Ten. That's good. Mosquitoes. That's good. I think I'm actually gonna match you. I think ten. Ten is good. Ten is probably yeah. mine as well. I was very pleasantly surprised. Well, yeah, I would say ten. I was very pleasantly surprised. I can say that because I really didn't have high hopes. Classic. I, I don't movies know why. I, like, okay, I gotta ask: How many classic movies have you watched recently? Recently, like I don't know, but like I, I just mean like I, I go back and watch some of these. Like, have you seen Fifth Element? I have not. 
Maybe. This is like this old is it the one with the red haired girl? Yeah, with like the. Yeah, she's I like, have. Yeah, so th- that movie is supposed to be this like iconic sci fi thing, but maybe it's because I grow up in a different time and watch different things, but I can't not get over the barrier to entry. Like, it's just so weird looking. And I feel the same way about Star Wars in some scenes. Like, I just can't get into the world. Like, I, I, it's not for me. And I, I feel very weird. The people don't feel human to me. And I guess they're not human, but still, it's just like a lot of these older movies, it, it just feels so, the acting feels so stilted compared to what I see now. And it's like, ooh. So here's here's um, one thing that I always like to remember. Um, mm-hmm. And this is with everything, by the way. It's not just with the movies. Like with sports too, the the medium is like constantly moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. like the best movie from forty years ago is is not that great compared to a movie now to the best movie now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's true. I, I I think it's important. Like, don't get me wrong. I think like even when I watch like A New Hope, a lot of it is fucking goofy ass shit that I genuinely cannot stomach in any other movie. <laughs> That's, you know, like, it's fair, but it also, I always feel so, like, I don't ever mean to be contrarian. It just happens that when I watch some of these movies, I don't understand what other people are seeing that I'm not. Where it's like, I don't know why everybody finds this. But it probably is the same way with me watching, like, Fast and Furious for the eighth time and being like, fuck yeah, car go fast. And, like, yeah, but those movies are so sick, bro. Also, uh,. Speaking of Fast and Furious, I love this new report that Jurassic Park might be working on a like crossover with Fast and Furious. If that is actually true, it's going to be crazy. We I'm live in like a simulation. It's true. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. I cannot wait for Vin Diesel to drive up the fucking back of a Bronchiosaurus <laughs> or some shit and fly directly into a her- helicopter. It's gonna be great. It'll be it'll be wild. All right. At the start of this podcast, right? I told Hashem, I was like, I don't have a movie yet. And he was like, yes. Don't worry. You have an hour to come up with one. And I was like, Oh, okay, you're right. I'll just be scrolling up and down Netflix for the next hour, vaguely trying to picture what movie I want to watch and talk about, right? And I'm still kind of torn between whether we should watch one that I haven't seen or one that I have seen. So I'm going to let Hashem decide. Is it going to be one that we have seen or I have seen or that I haven't seen? I think it should be something that you haven't seen. Haven't seen. All right. Then we're going uh, with wait, something. Wait, actually, because you haven't, you haven't seen Jurassic Park, right? No, I hadn't seen Jurassic Park. Okay. So go with the one that you have seen and then save the, save the other one for later. All right. Um, one of my favorite movies, at least I remember it being, uh, I want to watch Arrival for next next episode oh that's a good one i really like this movie it's not like fun and jovial but i think it's so good and just so it's really good i don't want to say anymore because if you haven't seen it it's really like philosophically interesting and good to talk about so that's gonna be a really fucking nerdy boring ass episode but i can't wait (laughs) dude it's gonna be so good also (laughs) the director of that movie is directing dune which is gonna be fucking great dude and it's weird. So I can't wait. Hopefully not, though. But I'll, I'll still watch it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, for next time, read the entirety of Frank Herbert's Dune. Oh, also, also, don't, we don't gotta even watch. watch. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta do it. We gotta watch two more Transformers movies before next recording. <laughs> but hey, uh, our editor at Default Bird—that's our early plug for her at uh, Jordine. She's watching them with us, so she will be on that episode. She has to be yes. legally has to be because she's the one who wanted to watch Transformers movies. It's true because I cannot stomach these movies. I'm gonna be straight up. <laughs> They're rough, and the third one you is know, not I... good, and the fourth one is not good, and I haven't seen the fifth, but I can't wait for Bumblebee. I haven't Bumblebee's seen the like... fifth either. <laughs> <laughs> last night or whatever yeah bumblebee is just the light at the end of the tunnel though like we'll get there eventually <laughs> okay so we got transformers dark of the moon and transformers like what is it last yeah. night is it last or age night of extinction? No, age of extinction age of extinction yeah that's, that's the one with dinos in it all right and uh, mark Wahlberg. oh god and that creepy line with oh why is this man why is the director what's his name uh, michael Explosion? bay 
Michael Bay. Why is he so weird, man? I don't get it. I don't know. I don't want to think about it. Spoiler alert for the first Transformers movie. Shia LaBeouf is 16 in canon. I don't get it. Okay. I said this to Leander when we were watching the movie. It's literally just American shown in anime. Literally just American (laughs) shown in anime. I don't get it. And he gets like the girl and they never show Megan's fo- Megan Fox's face. Like, it's just so weird. And she's supposed to be a 16 year old as well. It's like, ugh. all right. Anyway, everybody's really greasy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, check all us right. out on Twitter at uh, jumpcutfm yeah. or jumpcut.fm for our website. Check out my Twitter at leanher, Hashem's Twitter at the hash, and our editor at yeah. defaultbird, Jordine. And then, you know, your homework. Or what is it? What what is the tagline in Mission Impossible? Your mission should you should you accept, accept it. it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, watch Arrival and all of the Transformers movies. <laughs> and if you're not doing all of them, just do three and four. And we're not going to talk about it, but you know you want to keep up to date. No human yeah. being can stomach all six Transformers movies in one weekend. So we got to spread true. this out over time. <laughs> I think you might die. <laughs> Oh, my God. Nine out of ten dentists don't recommend. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Until next time. All right. uh, It's It's been been real. real.